Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to Underneath the Clothes podcast, episode number 19, how to create an effective job description and application process. I'm Chelsea, your host of Underneath the Clothes podcast. I'm a business and life coach, certified finder coach, and the owner of Chelsea's Boutique. Being an entrepreneur for over a decade has taught me a lot of fun, but often hard lessons. I have gained a ton of knowledge in almost all realms of owning and operating a business, and I know I can help you save money and grow your profit, all while working less and running your business instead of it running you. Before we jump in to today's episode, I wanted to pop in real quick with some big and exciting news. I'm creating a digital course on one of my favorite coaching topics, how to hire the right people for your small business. Over these past 10 years, my company has grown from a one-woman shop to a team of over 15 full-time, part-time, and remote employees. And the questions I get asked over and over again is, how do I find the right people for my business? And what can I do to have less turnover with the employees I do hire? These are questions I've struggled with in my own business, and believe me when I tell you, I know how frustrating and stressful it can be finding the right people who actually care for your business. My hiring process has grown from one that was rushed and hit or miss to one that intentionally draws in applicants who connect with the heart of my business right from the start. I wanted to bundle up everything I've learned about hiring and put it in an easy-to-follow, step-by-step process that walks you through exactly what we do at Chelsea's to find the most amazing people for our team. In it, you'll learn how to set expectations for your employees and for yourself as their manager. I'll also walk you through how to ask the right questions in an interview and how to hire people who actually align with your core values. This is information I wished I'd had years ago, and I know it is going to save you time and money and help you bring in those employees who will actually help you grow your business. And because I appreciate you tuning into this podcast, you'll get two exclusive bonus modules on how to properly onboard and what my favorite software tools are that I use to make onboarding super efficient. Sign up today to be notified when the course goes live and for the added bonuses by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to chelseasonlinecourse.com. All right, now let's get back to today's show. Hello and welcome. If you're new to the show, I am so glad you're here. And if you're a return listener, thank you so much for coming back to hang out with me today. If you've been following the podcast these last few weeks, you know we've been rolling up our sleeves and tackling a subject that every entrepreneur has struggled with hiring. I coach so many business owners who feel overwhelmed when it comes to finding the right employees. Some are seeing a lot of turnover in their business, and others are posting job openings, but just not getting their ideal candidates to even apply. Maybe you can relate to this and want to know, how can I make my hiring process better and actually hire the right people? My goal with this series is to answer that question and to point you in the right direction in building a hiring process that is anything but generic. Your business is unlike any other business out there, so you don't want to just bring anyone on your team, but someone who will align with the heart of what you do. In episode 17, we talked about the main reasons why you keep hiring the wrong people and what you can do instead. 
For some of you, that one may have been a stinger and a tough one to come to terms with. And last week in episode 18, we dove into creating your core values and mission statement and why it's so important to include them in your hiring process. If you haven't listened in on either of those two episodes yet, friends, I encourage you to hit pause on this and go check them out. And then meet me back over here. They are packed with info you don't want to miss and need in order to move forward. In today's show, we're going to focus in on how to create an effective job description and application process. There are certain things I believe every job description and application should have that will really help your ideal employees stand out from the crowd way before you even meet them for an interview. Okay, so let's start with the job description, shall we? Now, I know some of you are thinking, nah, Chelsea, I can skip this one. I don't need to write this out. I'll just explain what the job is during the interview. When I started Chelsea's, I did exactly that. If someone wanted to apply for a job with me, I just had them stop in at the store, or I'd interview people just because they were recommended to me by others, or maybe their friends and family. This might sound easier than writing out a job description at first, but think about it. If you have people stop in to apply, you are taking the time to essentially interview every single person who walks through the door without knowing if they even really understand what they are applying for. This costs you so much time and energy that you could be investing elsewhere in your business. Having a clear job description can cut all of that out. Not only that, but it puts your expectations for the role out there right away so people will know exactly what you're looking for and if they should really apply or not. When creating a job description from scratch, there are seven things I think you should always include. Number one, we want to begin the job description by letting the potential employee know why we're different. In other words, answer the question, Why would anyone choose to work for your company versus all the other companies out there? Think about what sets your business apart from the rest, and then share that with the people who may be interested in working with you. It doesn't have to be long. Just one or two sentences is perfect. For example, at Chelsea's, what makes us unique is that we truly invest in our employees. We have a mentorship program within our boutique where managers mentor part-timers, We get together at least once a month as a team, and we also offer employees the opportunity to attend free leadership and personal growth classes. So our sentence looks like this. Working at Chelsea's Boutique is not just another job. We fully invest in each of our employees to not only grow them within our fast-paced company, but also help them grow as individuals and continue with our mission and vision statements of empowering women. Having that statement listed at the top of your job description can be very powerful. It's showing the employee we're so much more than just a clothing store, but that we truly care about our team members. We believe this is more than just a job. We fully invest in all of our employees, full or part-time, and believe women empowerment is not just about empowering our clients, it's also about empowering each other. Number two is your company's mission statement and core values. I cannot stress this enough because if you don't have these two things, you can't expect to find employees who align with your business and who are there for more than just a paycheck. I talk about this in length in last week's episode, so if you want to learn more on this topic and how to create your own mission statement and core values for your business, if you don't already have them, head on back to episode number 18. 
Number three is a who we want section. Imagine your ideal employee for the role. This is your chance to speak right to them. Write out all the qualities you would like them to have and be as specific as possible. You want to attract people who read these qualities and think, oh my gosh, this is totally me. For example, if you're looking to hire an office manager, you could say, you are committed to meeting deadlines and great at balancing multiple projects at once. Or an example for a potential social media manager could be, you are an ultra-organized self-starter who isn't afraid to take the lead on a project or decision. Number four on your job description is listing the job responsibilities. Try and be very detailed. You don't need to write out every little thing they will be responsible for, however. Wording things like, your responsibilities include waiting on customers. Seems a bit vague, doesn't it? <laughs> Anyone can wait on customers. But stating it instead in this format, your responsibilities include providing an exceptional experience to every customer who walks through the door. Now that statement is a heck of a lot different, right? It leaves nothing to interpretation and anyone reading that would know exactly what they would be expected to do if hired. Number five are the requirements. Are there any specific requirements for this position? Do they need to be available Mondays at 1030 for your team meeting? Do they need to have past design or video production work? Do they need to have their own computer? What requirements do you have for them? List those out here. Number six, the what we offer section. Here's a great way to show all the ways you pour back into the people who work with you. Take note here on how I said work with and not for. It's people who work with you, not for you. I think this is going to be an episode all on its own for the future. So let's just stay focused here. <laughs> I like to think of it like this. My employees are helping me grow my business. So what can I do to help grow them? As an example, at Chelsea's, we offer our employees a flexible schedule, freedom to work offsite, in-store discounts, coaching and mentorship with me, and my favorite, the opportunity to work with some of the most amazing humans on this planet. Listing these things really shows off your work culture and environment, and it lets people know they'll actually enjoy coming in to work with you. I know you may be thinking, Chels, right now it's only me. I don't have the time, money, or even the energy to invest in them or give them those extra things. I totally get it. Our company didn't start off with those either, but think of some small things you could offer. Maybe it's snacks in the break room and bottled water. Small things go a long way and your potential employees just want to know that you care about them as a person and not just as a worker. And finally, number seven, salary. I may get some pushback on this one, but I truly believe it should be listed in the job description. It helps the potential employee know if the time they'll be trading working for you is worth the payout they'll be receiving. Now, don't take this personally. You may have a single income applicant who needs to make a certain dollar amount in order to provide for their family. It's important to not waste each other's time if you truly cannot afford the person applying. When listing the salary, I recommend putting it in a range by saying something like $20 to $25 an hour, or if it's a salaried position, $35 to $40,000 a year, and including a note that says, depending on experience and or quality of work. 
This way, applicants know an estimated salary they can expect from you, and it opens up a conversation about how they can work toward earning a higher salary in the future. However, do not put in there a number you are uncomfortable paying because then you are just offering false promises and this can turn into a sticky situation. And remember, when you hire the right employees, they will always pay for themselves. But we'll save that for another episode. Phew. All right. Now that we've got the job description figured out, I want to touch a little bit on some key questions that I believe should go on every application. You still with me here? Okay, good. So no matter what position you are hiring for, the number one question you should always ask is, why do you want to work here? You might be surprised by the answers you get and how quickly this will help you determine who you want to actually interview. I'll let you in on a little secret at Chelsea's. When someone answers that question with something on the lines of, I want to work at Chelsea's because I'm really into fashion, we don't interview them. Why? Because that's a generic answer and a no-brainer. Of course you're going to like fashion. You're not going to apply to be a car mechanic if you don't actually like cars, right? The answer I want to see and what will get you one step closer to an interview with us is some form of, I want to work at Chelsea's Boutique because I read that your mission is to empower women and I really want to be a part of that. I know what it feels like to put on an outfit and feel so much more confident. I want to help other women feel confident and beautiful in their own skin. Do you see the major difference there? See how this question brings those people who really understand your brand and culture to the forefront? Another great application question is, what motivates you? Answers to this tell you so much about a person. Are they here for income alone? Or is there a deeper reason why they connected with your job opening? A great answer might be knowing that I'm helping make someone's day brighter. And one of my favorite application questions is, what three words would your friends use to describe you? This lets you in on an applicant's personality a little bit more and how they're perceived by others. Are they dependable, loyal, comforting? Okay, beautiful friends, my action step for you this week is to set aside some time and really let yourself imagine your ideal employee. What are their characteristics and traits? What qualities would they bring to your team? And then get your job description and application questions created. We're going to keep building on this, and next week we'll be diving into setting expectations, which is one of my favorite topics. So be sure to sign up for my weekly playbook tips by clicking the link in the show notes, and you'll be the first to know when everything we have coming up goes live. If you learned something valuable in this episode, share it with a friend, or take a screenshot and upload it with a tag at underneath the clothes. Leave a comment while you're there and let me know what your job description and application processes looks like or where you need to make some major changes. Feeling a bit overwhelmed with this entire process? Wanting some extra help to really understand the exact steps to take? Sign up to be the first to know when my How to Hire the Right People for Your Small Business course launches. And for all my listeners who sign up to be notified, you'll get an extra bonus all about onboarding. Click the link in the show notes to be notified when the course is live and to receive this subscriber-only bonus. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Your quote of the week, the secret to successful hiring is this, 
Look for people who want to change the world.